This is a $2 billion industry. It's going nowhere but up. We want to kind of delete the toxicity that's often associated with games. Great vision on, on what's about to hit us here in the next, you know, five to 10 years. This is Commerce Street, a podcast about business, technology, and the economy for Ken's 5 Eyewitness News. The multi-billion dollar industry of esports is booming on the airwaves, in arenas, and in San Antonio, including on one local college campus. St. Mary's University is diving into this exploding world, expanding what you think of when you hear sports and athletics. The university is organizing an esports team under the athletic department and actively recruiting student esport athletes. We spoke to St. Mary's athletic director Rob Coleman about how this all got started. There's really no playbook among universities or colleges really for how to add esports yet, right? You're kind of on the ground floor. Well, there were there were some schools that had done it. You know, Rogers State in Oklahoma was a school we looked at. Um, uh, you know, some have clubs, not mm -hmm. not just you know the varsity piece, but there were some other schools out there. Ohio State ha has one, and so you know, so there was a little bit of a blueprint that that we could look at. But um, you know, we're we're novices in this, right? I mean, we we get the business sense of this because. You know, it's good for retention on our campus. You know, mm -hmm. you know, we know the world of esports is the fastest growing sport in the world. Um, it's it's a, a few billion dollar uh, a, a business industry, which is only going up. And you know, our students are doing this in their dorm room, and mm -hmm. now we want it to create competition and have a place on campus that every, everyone can feel free to come to and use and compete against one another, right? So, and then and then obviously in the recruitment part of it, not mm -hmm. just the retention piece, right? So, so yeah, we, we all got the business part of this, and we are new, obviously, getting in this, and, mm -hmm. and, and it, it is somewhat still very new, um, especially here in San Antonio, uh, for us to jump in it, but, but we also know the future, and, and uh, it was important for us to do this now. One of the students taking esports from the dorm room to the arena is Mac Mankato. Right now, he's essentially serving as a volunteer assistant coach for the team. Would you say esports might provide an opportunity for people who might not have otherwise gotten engaged with a team or a group or an organization on campus? Does this bring something unique that a lot of students haven't had before? Yeah, absolutely. So when I, when I, like I said, when I when I first came to St. Mary's, I was kind of in my dorm a lot. I didn't do any of the campus activities. I didn't join a frat. I didn't. Um, really go out to a lot of the games um, for whether it be baseball or soccer or anything like that. But, um, and also just in classes, you know, I didn't really make very many friends when I first came. And so having this opportunity is very important for students like me who don't really have that normal outlet that you see like um, for, for, for people who don't um, join a frat or a sorority or for people who aren't a part of a team. I think that's very important because obviously we have like the commons where everyone hangs out they all study together and that kind of aspect. But for people like me who are more introverted, um, having that team-based um, community, that way we can bring people in is very important. So transitioning this to something that was actually under the athletic department, um, having an esports team on campus, how did that come about? Was this something that you had been talking with other students about and brought to administration or just kind of walk me through that? Um, so every once in a while, when you're sitting in the comments, they would always um, the IT department would roll out this giant gaming chair, uh -huh. as well as um, an Alienware gaming PC, and it would always grab so much attention because they're like, oh, what's that? What, what is this? Because it's not something you normally see in the comments because that's where everyone's studying, that's where yeah. they're um, drinking at Starbucks or whatever. But um, seeing that kind of like sparked interest, and I think that's where um, the internal conversations were for um, esports were happening. And so those um, few times that they were bringing that. Um, back and forth kind of got people talking about that kind of stuff and then 
with the teases that uh, St. Mary's posted on their Instagram and Twitter, um, that also got a lot of people talking as well. What do you anticipate? I know you mentioned you might be interested eventually in some type of career in esports. When we talk about careers in esports, what would it be like to be an esports coach? What might your roles kind of be there? Absolutely. So, um, the esports coach obviously needs to know all of the games that um, are being offered. So um, being familiar with uh, real-time strategy games, RTS, or um, team-based shooters like Overwatch, um, or even like Rocket League, just knowing um, certain mechanics and the meta of the game. So what, um, what works and what doesn't work in the game is very important. So Overwatch has, I believe, 32 characters right now. A lot of those characters aren't usable and aren't in the meta per se. Okay. So knowing that kind of um, information is very important for a coach. Something that's very unique about esports is with football or soccer or baseball, you basically have one game. Rules might vary a little bit legally, but you're not talking about different games every other season or necessarily like different versions, different iterations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do you get ready for something like that with an esports team? Is it just adapting each year to the new games and that kind of thing? Absolutely. So a lot of the games, they don't stay stagnant. A lot of them um, have updates and have mm-hmm. um, different things going on for them as they're going. So on top of knowing each of the games, it's also keeping up with the current state of that game. So you're graduating this year right at a time when a lot of this is changing. Um, within the collegiate world and also even like high schoolers have esports teams. I mean, the industry is just kind of booming and exploding and growing right now. Um, what do you think opportunities will be like for like kids and preteens that are just starting to play? Oh, there's so many opportunities. Um, my brother and sister actually, they're um, 10 and 12. They started to get into YouTube as well. So mm-hmm. they kind of, um, they do YouTube on their Minecraft videos and they even like, even like a non-esports related um, type of game like it, Minecraft is not really like a competitive game right but there's obviously modes for it but um, being able to play these games and make content out of it is definitely something that's there because it's um, it's always it's uh, it's very watched on YouTube and um, it's also watched on stream uh, on uh, Twitch a lot as well so um, even if you're not a competitive gamer there's definitely a market for you to be there either content creating um, but in the esports realm there's definitely um, things that you can work towards becoming like, um, I know um, casting is very important in esports, you know, um, mm-hmm. talking about the game and what's going on. That's a lot of um, what is being seen a lot too. So you can see um, jobs in that regard kind of pop up um, as you move on um, past college. So when I think athletic department, I might initially think about football or basketball. What about esports makes it just as much a sport as anything else? So a lot of the a lot of the time when I hear that argument, I like to compare it to baseball. So in baseball, you have a team; they have their own roles, and they, they have they're obviously responsible for those roles. Um, team-based games are a lot of the same. A lot of the same. So you got to be able to communicate with your team. You got to be able to um, um, work towards your common goal, which is either um, you know making a run or. Um, getting a point on overwatch so being able to um, work with your team well and communicate and also um, um, be respectful as well so a lot of the things that we want to kind of drive at st mary's is we want to kind of delete the toxicity that's a lot often associated with games so a lot of the times you think of a gamer you think of someone who's yelling a lot or getting angry we don't want to kind of facilitate that per se we want to kind of keep it like somewhat professional because you hold a professional athlete to that kind of um standard, right? You don't want them to be um, saying bad words or um, acting inappropriately outside of um, 
uh, what they do. So we kind of want to see the same thing for esports. We want to see like that kind of professionalism. And I think that will also legitimize it as well. We asked Rob Coleman the same question. He echoes the goal of bringing that sportsmanship to the esports arena and teaching students skills they'll need in their careers. It brings all those same qualities, right? It's teamwork, it's it's staying together, it's sportsmanship at the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're all competing, um, and at the end of the day, we're shaking hands and, and walking away. And then, and then it's going back to, to practice and how hard we work on a daily best basis to become, you know, become great at this, right? Mm-hmm. And so it has a lot of the same qualities um, that, and I, I think, Folks who are out there and and, and, who are who are doing interviewing want individuals who know how to work as a team. Right. Mm -hmm. And and so I think this uh, this opens a lot of avenues. And and we're also looking at, um, you know, adding a uh, some some academic classes associated with esports too down the line here. That's not. And that would go through our um, our engineering area as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we're excited about the possibilities. Esports is already a very competitive and very fast-growing industry outside of the collegiate area, just mm-hmm. uh, you know, on a national scale. What have you seen that really attracted you as a university to say, this is something we need to jump on, this is something mm-hmm. we need to learn about, and that we need to be ready for? Well, again, like I said earlier, I mean, it's the fastest-growing sport in the world right mm-hmm. now. And, and we felt it was appropriate for us to get in this now. Um, to find the niche, you know, mm-hmm. that's what we were talking about in, 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 in August at that leadership, you know, what are some things that can be niches for us? And, and, and there's other things, there's, there's our, our academic side of some, some certificate programs we're bringing in and, and possibly some minors and, and so forth. And so uh, eSport was part of that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's finding that niche. And, and, and right now, um, you know, the emails that Chad and I have received, just, mm-hmm. you know, we had a couple uh, prospective students come down from, from Plano area, who were super excited about you know us adding and and, and we were in their minds of maybe coming to St. Mary's and mm-hmm. this might tip the scale for them to come to our institution and so uh, you know it's working in, in that regards right off the bat but but you know this is all about the students it's just right. another thing through student life and and our vice president Tim Bessler that um, um, you know we're really really excited about bringing to campus. What kind of work had to go into actually designing and figuring out how you're going to develop an esports arena because mm-hmm. I, I would imagine it needs specific visuals and sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what? How much work had to go into that? Um, there's been quite a bit of work. Our mm-hmm. facilities department's done a great job. Um, you know, we we you know it's an auditorium kind of style room right now. It's really neat, and uh, we've ordered our equipment um, as far as the computers, the furniture. Um, we've painted the room, you know, a darker type color at this peak you know the walls are blue and the ceiling's black because mm-hmm. we want it to be dark we do have some some glass um uh, doors right now that we put in and we're actually going to put in some some gl- we're going to knock a wall out and put glass on one of the side walls as well so people can look in and watch the competition oh, cool. um it'd be cool and then you know with our with our rattler network we will stream our events live as well um out to the greater san antonio area but also to our alumni uh you know across the country well, thank you so much for no, sharing that with it. us. Excited thank to see you. how it shakes out and to see the arena when it's Well, complete. thanks for having us. We're, yeah. we're super excited. Hopefully you guys can come by uh, after we do our unveiling. We appreciate it. Definitely. Thank you. This was Commerce Street from Ken's 5 Eyewitness News. For more stories like this one, visit kens5.com.